I'm kind of obsessed with thinking about work, but not like my own work, almost in a more meta sense, like the concept of work and how we all design our lives so heavily around our work. Like I've always been, actually I kind of hate that kind of sweeping statement, like I've always been, I came out of the womb with this fundamental knowledge about myself that I've carried through to my 26th year. Not I've always known, but when I was in school, I went to quite a good school. I went to kind of the best school in my city. You had to take a test to get in. Everyone was very academic in my school. The amount of people who would go to university was very, very high. I, I mean, I don't know the statistics. I would say like 90% of people went on to further education after they were 18. And so we used to have classes. I imagine most schools had this where you would apply for UCAS and you would go to the university thing and like start applying for unis, look up degrees, writing your personal statement and everything. And I knew, I don't know why, but I just knew that that wasn't going to be for me. I can't explain it, I don't know why, because it wasn't like I had this really clear idea of the type of life I wanted to live and what I was going to do. I just felt like when I imagined myself going to university, I just couldn't do that. I, I just I just didn't see that as my path. I didn't know what my path was gonna be. I still don't know what my fucking path's gonna be. But I knew that, I kind of knew it wasn't that, but it's so ingrained, and I think this is really interesting, everything we do is teeing us up for our jobs. We go to school so that we can take our exams and we wanna get good in our exams so we can go to university so that we can go into the workforce and get a job. Everything we do is funneling into the role that we're gonna take. And it's seen as very strange. Like I said that I, that I didn't see myself going to uni. I applied to uni and got in. I went to visit unis, I applied to universities. I can't even remember what I applied to do. Maybe environmental science or something? I can't remember, but I got a place. I got accommodation and everything. So I think like four weeks before you had to go, I was like, okay, when are we gonna tell them that we're not actually gonna do this? Because deep down I kind of knew that I was like, Polly, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you're never gonna do this. It was kind of like a game I was playing. I was like cosplaying as somebody who was gonna go to uni. But everything in our lives is kind of centered around work. And even when I think of now myself, like I work for myself and I kind of quit the nine to five life or that traditional working schedule because I don't like it and I feel very confined when I have that. But I find myself, even as like a freelancer, I quit the nine to five to create my own version of a nine to five. And I find that if I work for a few hours in the morning and then I'm like, okay, I need a little bit of a break here. And I want to take a break. I feel this conditioned sense of guilt that I'm not working those nine to five hours and pe someone will text me. Actually, it, I mean, I say someone, it'll be my mum. My mum texts me every day and asks me how I am. She says, how are you? How, what's your day going like? What are you doing today? And if I am not planning to work, quote unquote, I feel guilty. I feel like I have to come up with something productive that I can tell her that I'm doing because I feel this sense of guilt for not being like a normal functioning adult and working. Right now, I'm kind of on, I'm on, well, I'm calling it a lot of things and I think I'm doing this because I'm feeling that sense of guilt and shame and embarrassment around 
taking time off and not working because I feel like I'm 26. I have been doing my own business related things for the past few years. I feel like I should be in this position where everything's catapulting onwards and forwards, but I'm actually in a position where I really don't know where I wanna go next. And so I'm kind of taking, I guess, like a little sabbatical, an unpaid sabbatical. I kind of call it fun employed to be, I guess, like tongue in cheek and kind of poke fun at it. But I, I guess I, like that's what I'm doing. I haven't, I worked a lot last year and this year since January, I haven't taken on any new clients. I haven't been working because I'm trying to take enough space and time to figure out what the next step for me is. When I started my, oh wow, this is going into a work-related tangent. I started the online business thing in 2020. At the beginning of 2020 was when I started. And I was kind of in hustle mode from then until the end of 2022, because I had, to, oh, not the end of 2022, when did I go to Mexico? What year is it now? 2023? Yeah, okay, to the end of 2021, so two years. So I spent 2020 just trying to figure out how to make money online. I was, I joined an MLM, I know, the classic, the way that everybody starts, and I didn't know anything about MLMs at the time. I didn't understand the structure fully or enough. I didn't know, I didn't really understand that business model, so it seemed like a great idea, and that's why people get into MLMs, because it sounds like a very sexy idea, and the concept of it sounds very sexy like it was very sexified to me and I joined it and so I spent the first year of being online just trying to figure out how to make money and I was in this I wasn't really working I had a few jobs obviously it was the pandemic but I was in this like fear based I will do anything I can to make money at the end of 2020 I made a course and sold it and that was my first experience of making actual money online and making more money online than I'd ever made in a nine to five or like an employment role. So that's the, the way, I can't even remember why I started the story but I'm gonna continue on and hopefully it circles back. 2021, I, spe I spent hustling even more because then I, I tasted what it was like to make money online and I wanted more of it. So I spent the whole of 2021 just in autopilot, make things, sell them, make things, sell them, sales, sales, make things, sell them. I need to make money and try and make as much money as I can. And I realized at the end of that year that I didn't really, it wasn't that I wasn't passionate about what I was doing. It was just that I'd stumbled into it and I had just continued on because that was the roadmap. I'd found a roadmap that worked to make me money and I knew that I needed to make money and so I just stayed following that roadmap. And at the end of the year, I was like, is this what I wanna be doing in five years time? And I didn't know that. So I went traveling in 2022, went to Mexico, took a few months off in, actually to travel and then I started having a few brands reach out to me and ask for me to make content for them. And that was a new avenue for me. I'd never made content for brands before to make money. And so I did that. And I kind of, that again, kind of stumbled upon that. It came to the end of 2022 and I realized everything I'd kind of done thus far was maybe unintentional or I'd stumbled into it and then just taken that on. And I think that that's fine. And maybe most things in life are like that. 
but I felt like I hadn't taken any solid periods of time to just give myself enough space and ask what is it that I really want to be doing like what do I really want to be known for how important is work to me what do I want my work to look like what do I want my life to look like and so I decided at the beginning of this year I had a really cool trip to Antarctica that I went on and so I was like okay I'm not going to work until I go to Antarctica because I feel like something's going to change for me when I go to Antarctica went to Antarctica and I was like oh my god this exposed me to something that is just something I'd never seen before in my whole life so after Antarctica I was like okay I need to take some more time off to integrate these things and then that just has kind of spiraled into this sabbatical where I'm really trying to explore different levels of myself and that sounds so wanky um and also doesn't really summarize what I'm doing I think more specifically I'm just trying to figure out what I want to do and what I want to focus on with my work and in my life I definitely am feeling I guess long story long to circle back to what I was talking about initially I'm feeling that conditioned sense of guilt for not working. I'm 26, I should be hustling, everyone's working around me. And, and when I say everyone, I used to say that very loosely because I think that's what we tell ourselves. These are kind of thoughts I'm telling myself rather than actual truths. So I think that's really interesting. We just have such an obsession with being a worker and I'm finding that in myself a lot. I'm reading a book at the moment called The Pathless Path by Paul Millard and a question that he asked himself when he was trying to find his path is, if you're not a worker then who are you? Given who you are, what life is sufficient for you? And that kind of brings me on to the next point that I wanted to talk about, working to live versus living to work. And like I said, we have this obsession with working, we have an obsession with our work being who we are like the first thing we ask someone when we meet someone for the first time is what do you do and we mean how do you make money what is your role because we hold that to such a high level of importance in deciding whether that is a person that we want to interact with i read this and i think it's really funny it's funny the right word i don't know the ancient greek translation for work is actually not at leisure and so when you're working you're actually not at leisure and there's an Aristotle quote that says, we are not at leisure in order to be at leisure. Let me say that again, actually. We are not at leisure in order to be at leisure. And so work used to be this thing that we would do in order to live a life that we wanted to live. It didn't need to be this huge identity thing and that's what I'm asking myself at the moment. I'm taking a lot of time doing research, meditating, doing a lot of active thinking walks. I love active thinking walks. I do this thing, I don't know if anyone else does this, where I kind of ponder a question or I have a question in my mind, a theme or a topic, and I say, okay, I'm gonna go on a walk and this walk is dedicated to this topic or this question. I, I feel like I need a sexier name for it because I feel like that is quite a cool thing and I've never really seen anyone talk about that before. That, that's such an I'm not like other girls thing, isn't it? To say, oh, I've never heard anyone speak about this before. Anyway, moving on from that. What was I saying? Oh yeah, I love to do those walks, but I've been doing that a lot at the moment on the idea of, for me, and I think it will be different for different people, could I work to live? Or would my life feel more purposeful if I was living to work? And obviously then, if it was the latter, work would need to be and encompass things that I enjoy, things that I'm passionate about, things that feel fulfilling. I think about times where I've been happiest in my work and it definitely was when I was in Mexico 
creating UGC content for a brand, I would make eight, what was, I'm trying to think of what our contract was. So I would make eight reels for them, a pack of eight reels, like just sitting down talking videos. I would send it to them and they would post it and that was it. I'm trying to remember how much I got paid. I think I was earning 1,200 Canadian dollars or US dollars. US dollars. I think it was like 1,200 US dollars for a pack of eight reels. For me, I think that's like great money. I know you hear people talking about like crazy brand deals and earning loads of money. But for me, those eight reels, they weren't like super spectacular, creative reels. It was sitting, talking to the camera, educational videos. I could like conceptualize, make them, edit them in two days. So two days of work, I could make $1,200. And then I was completely free to go on beach hikes, meet new people, be in Sayulita, the cutest, funkiest town in Mexico. That is a sweeping generalization. I have not been to all of the towns in Mexico, but I loved Sayulita. I was just enjoyed my life so much because then I just made the content, sent it to a brand. It meant nothing. I, it didn't not mean anything to me because I really wanted to do a good job and the content was good and it performed well and the brand were really happy with it. But it didn't, it wasn't like a personal brand where it was entangled with my identity. You know, I think my problem with content at the moment or something I'm grappling with at the moment is content feels so personal. When you have a personal brand, even this, you know, it feels like a reflection of who you are. But, and I guess that is the identity thing, you know, you're living, like your life is your work then with a personal brand. With this, it was kind of like, you show up for work, you make the videos about what they want you to make videos about, you send it to them, Bob's your uncle, and then you just enjoy the rest of your day. And I loved that. And so I think that's interesting for us to think about as we navigate how much importance and how much weight we want to put into our work. Like what makes us happiest, you know? And I've written this down. So I think if work is so entangled with our identity and that's almost we can't avoid that, right? We have all grown up working towards a role. You know, we went to school, everything, I've said this before. We've, we've all, we're, our identities are very entangled in what we do for work at the moment. So it feels like we've got two options, okay? The first option is to learn how to untangle those from each other. Learn how to not let work be your identity, create a role where it really isn't your identity, like what I was saying with the company that I worked for making reels for them, and find a way for that to be really good. I suppose it would take a lot of inner work, surrounding yourself with people with the same values of that, okay, we make money, this is how we make money, and then the rest of our focuses are gonna be on living. And that might sound really good, like maybe that would be really cool. And then the other option is accepting that, okay, if work is gonna be a really integral part of my life, and I don't wanna do that first option, I don't wanna detach the things from each other, if I'm gonna spend so much time working anyway, I want it to be a core component of my life, then we need to find a way to make that work and make that role something that is very fulfilling, that we are passionate about, that we do love. And I think that's hard as well, because I think all of the advice that you hear from career people and the people who know, some people are like, find a job you love and you'll never work a day, a day in your life. Find a job you love and you'll never work a day again in your life. My dad used to say that. So that's like, find a job you like. But I think also it's always gonna be work. 
right? Like, if it's something that you don't want to do and you're kind of doing it so you can live, it's always going to be work. But is there a middle ground there? And could you find something that, yes, sometimes you can't be asked to do because I think that's life and that is the human condition. Like, we love to be, especially if you're English, fucking hell. You love to complain. You love to not enjoy things. Like, the human experience, I think, is just finding dissatisfaction with things and maybe that's conditioned as well maybe that's another episode but it maybe you can find a role that means if you do spend all of your time doing it it still feels like a meaningful life where is i was just reading it. i want to find this quote on my kindle actually if work dominated your every moment would life be worth living if work dominated your every moment would life be worth living i guess that's a good question to ponder as an ongoing thought inquiry for us i think that question when i first read it i didn't really resonate with it to be honest because i i don't want to have this for myself i don't want to have this unrealistic expectation where my work has to be the best thing in my life ever you know like I want to I want to be realistic and I don't want to set myself up for failure by thinking okay everything in my work has to be super purposeful you know it has to be fun and it has to be enjoyable and I have to work with great people and it has to be valuable for the world and it has to feel fill me with purpose and I need to be able to jump out of bed at 5am every morning I don't know if that's realistic but I think it's a good way to kind of benchmark how much you actually do enjoy what you do and if your answer to that question if work dominated your every moment would life be worth living if it's like an absolute resounding fuck no then maybe that's something to start questioning and start pondering so i thought that's quite an interesting thing to talk about now i'm going to continue sharing with you my notes from my sabbatical, the research that I'm doing. I'm spending a lot of time reading, learning, trying to just explore different areas of what it means to live a life that when you look back on it when you're 90, you can say, fuck yeah, I, I lived that and that was it and I, I don't regret anything and I'm, I'm happy I lived like that. I wanna live a fulfilling life, I wanna live a meaningful life and I'm gonna continue to explore what that means and hopefully share it with you i think work is such a big part of that and so i will continue to look into work and roles and how we can make that a piece of the fulfillment puzzle if you will thanks for fucking listening if you got here i applaud you because there's one thing i know how to do it is witter on um but this was actually fun and easier than i thought so chat to you next time on the we are all like other girls potty pod Mwah.